0: Welcome to Sisterhood Speaks, hosted by Pastor Tracy Breland and moderated by me, Rose Hamerly. Sisterhood Speaks is all about giving women a voice to tell their story. So thanks for tuning in as Sisterhood Speaks. Good morning, Sisterhood Speaks. We're so glad to be uh, sharing stories with you again today. It's really my heart um, to share The things that we've been through and to hear the stories that our sisters have been through, we know it helps us in how God writes our stories. We're never called to do life alone. We're always called to do it as a people group. And so it is my privilege and honor to get to introduce you today to a very, very wonderful girl. Um, Her name is Sarah Worley. Uh, She was the pastor's daughter of really one of my favorite pastors ever. When you hear me talk about the church that changed our life, it was Victory Christian Center, and so watching their family from afar was such a pleasure, and we grew so much in that church, and and seeing how that they lived their lives all for Jesus, it was so, it's an honor to get to welcome Sarah. We're so glad you're here today.
1: Oh, thank you, Pastor Tracy. I'm honored to be with you.
0: Well, we are excited about a few months ago, I got up maybe just a month ago, Sarah, I got your book in the mail, Advance, and so I know we're going to get to talk about that today, but if you would, just tell us a little bit about your, where you started and, and some things that you've done in the earth. I know the girls would love to hear that.
1: Well, um, yeah, again, I'm honored to be with you. You guys, you and your husband have been such an encouragement and inspiration to us, and um, I love seeing what your family's doing. There in Mobile and what God's doing through the church there. Um, But as far as, you know, me, like you like you mentioned before, I grew up in a pastor's home and uh, served in the church for 20 years in various areas of kids ministry, youth, young adults. And then my husband and I moved uh, to be missionaries and uh, we were did missions work in Southeast Asia and started a work there started a ministry called inspire international and began to help with building churches children's homes water wells um, evangelistic projects overseas and then we moved back to the states um, to work with our home church and um, started you know continued our missions work back and forth but started doing um more focus on church planting. And so um, built a church here in um, Orlando, trained up leaders and passed it off to them. And now are just continuing to do missions work and um, projects all over the world. And so um, kind of a variety of things we've been involved in, but we just follow what the voice of the Holy spirit says and, um do what he says to do and so we're we're loving life and grateful to do our part in the body so
0: I love it it's been fun to watch um like i said your journey and obviously you know it was i can't even believe it was probably 20 years ago maybe we started victory and i'm thinking Maybe 17, but close to 20 years wow. ago, we started victory. And so obviously we came in and really observed from way back until we wanted to make sure everything was cool. And, you know, we came with our five children who were, Sarah, you won't believe this. They were like in the two and three year old classes then.
1: Wow. And now,
0: now they're in their 20s, you know, and so it so was, awesome. it was so awesome. It was an awesome place to grow children. But so I just got to watch you all along. And I taught at Victory. And um, once we were at Camp Victory, and so you were standing back there by your dad, and I think you were pregnant with, um, I think you call her Lizzie, but it's, it's her name Elizabeth.
1: Yeah, Lizzie, we call her. Yeah. Elizabeth,
0: yeah. And I just, I had, you know, my first child was Elizabeth Rose. And so it Aww. was just so fun to watch you grow and go and, and just look at all the experiences. And it's just so beautiful what God can do in a life. And uh, yours has definitely shined. And so I got this beautiful book, like I said, about a month ago and advanced. So tell us why you, Start that. I know it's a devotional, but it's really, really powerful. So tell us a little bit about what started that.
1: Oh wow, thank you. Well, God began to speak this message to me a couple of years ago about living unstuck and moving forward in faith, based on some things that I walked through and um, that I realized I needed to get unstuck. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I started writing notes down, and I and I knew that it would be a book. I just didn't know how it would all develop. But then when the COVID-19 pandemic happened uh, this past spring of 2020, everything, you know, stopped, everything halted, everything, you know, plans evaporated. And I noticed people felt stuck, you know, I mean, all of us in some way felt a little bit stuck. And, um, people felt stuck physically, you know, but also yeah. spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I just began to see how parallels of being stuck in the natural can lead to spiritual stagnation if we aren't careful. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just knew that I needed to share the message of hope. I felt like the Lord said, this is the time. Get this message out. And um, so I know it's it's really a, a truth that's universal. It's not based on a specific time period, you know, but really applicable to anyone at any time when you feel stuck and need encouragement, need to move forward in faith. Um, And so the message really comes out of the story of Deuteronomy, uh, you know, where the children of Israel had gotten stuck. Right. They were free. They were set free from Egypt. They were moving forward, but they were still wandering in the wilderness. They made what have been an 11 day journey, a 40 year journey. right? And God speaks to them in this passage um, of Deuteronomy one. And he says, you've stayed up this mountain, this place long enough. It's time to break camp and advance. See, I've given you the city. <laughs> it's time to move right. forward. Right. And as I read that, the Lord began to speak to me about areas in my life that I had gotten stuck, you know, in bitterness or hurt or disappointment, or yeah. whatever it might be. And even se- past seasons of my life where I realized, okay, I got I got stuck in that and I right. could have moved quicker through the process right. if I would have allowed the healing of the Lord. And so, um, you know, the Lord began to speak to me uh, just to share some of those personal examples, yeah. biblical principles, and practical ways how we can break free from whatever is holding us back and move forward in faith because of what Christ has already done for us because of his grace is that yeah. new every morning. And mm-hmm. so I talk about, you know, different topics like comparison, yeah. <laughs> which we all deal with and right. moving from comparison to knowing your unique purpose and identity in Christ, um, confusion to clarity, fear to faith, surviving to thriving, right? Discouragement to hope and a lot of different topics each day. But um, really the bottom line, just to encourage women that we don't have to live stuck. We don't have to live um, at a place where we feel like we can't move forward that by God's grace, we can move forward into the purpose he has for us and in our walk with him, no matter what's going on in the world around us, you know, God can enable us to move forward.
0: That's right. I mean, it was funny that um, you said plans evaporated in 2020. And so when I started reading your book, that was one of the phrases that jumped out at me because, and you also keep saying right now about moving forward. And so in that moment in 2020, we had come through January January and February. And in March, we were going to start our forward campaign. We bought 20 acres at the edge of town, and we were going to start building this church that we were all, you know, dying to get in because we're bursting at the seams. Wow. And so I, when you say evaporated, we were just, um, cause we had signs and campaigns and everything ready for forward. And they said, you can't meet when I, when you say evaporated, it was just like our, we, everything just crumbled our hearts, our, you know, our hopes and just tears and all kinds of things just messed with us. But we're seeing now that it really wasn't a no, it was just not now. Right. And I don't know about you, but 2020, I, I'm i very antsy and I got frustrated a lot. But in that being still, I just saw that God was just going so deep within our hearts and our mm. and our vision that there was really no stopping it. We, we were going forward, but in kind of a different direction. Yeah, and that's so, so
1: good.
0: And so it's just like so we're here once again, we're starting forward again in this March. We were just coming out of a meeting about getting all the plans together, but we actually feel more prepared and wow and, and just more cleansed. and it was just I don't call it a wasted year at all it was just it was really quite sad in so many situations, but very beautiful and it reminding us what. Really, life was all about caring for each other and and getting to where God—advancing to where God wants us to be. And so Amen. it wasn't a stop, I don't think. I think it was an advance. I think 2020 was the clearest advance that we could ever have. And so I, I just loved flipping through your book and things. But um, one thing when you were saying going around this mountain— uh, the Lord showed me once when we were in the um, Virgin Islands, and we were on a boat, and we just kept going around this mountain, and it reminded me of how we struggle. And like you talked about so many struggles in the book. But when we, all of a sudden, the mountain just got smaller when we started to sell forward. And wow. and I was thinking, that's it. that That's the whole point. We can make any mountain be removed. It can be removed as long as we keep moving. So and good, so, and so that that advancing is the the whole of it. And so I really feel like if women will read this, and men and everyone will read it, they will yeah. realize where they get stuck, like you said. I mean, that's the whole thing. We get stuck, and the devil would like us to be stuck for years, wouldn't he?
1: Yes, absolutely. And when things don't always go as you think or plan, you know, right. and you think, like you just said, uh, plans shift and change. But even in the changes. I believe God has new ideas and yeah. new insight. And like you said, maybe he wants to do a different work. Maybe he wants to, uh, you know, like yeah. even during the COVID-19, my husband and I, we were planning to move to Israel.
0: Oh <laughs> man, yeah.
1: Yeah, we were. We had already got our apartment there. We were going to be working there for three months um, on a big event and projects that we were doing with the organi- missions organization he works with. Uh, in power 21. And so we had made plans. I mean, we were leaving within a week and everything shut down. And so we had to quickly just say, okay, Lord, what do you want us to do? Um, how can we salvage this big conference he was planning? And God gave him creative ideas, yeah. um, how to shift it online. And we actually had more people attend online than, than, yeah. were, than would have, you know, in person. But not only that, just started giving us new ideas of outreach because we were going to be in all these countries, but we couldn't go <laughs>
0: right, right,
1: physically. Yeah. But because of, you know, just new and innovative ideas, the Lord showed us, hey, you still can move forward in faith, you can still um, impact people, it just may look different, and it may, you know, even what you're doing, so I I do believe that God, you know, there's a purpose, and if we'll, like you said, be be still, and seek Him, and hear His voice, He'll show us how to move forward, it may be different than we've done in the past, but um, with Him, all things are possible, and He can take what the enemy means for evil, and turn it around for our good. So That's right. I do believe, you know, God can God can, you know, turn things around
0: That's right. And it's just like that crisis hit all of us like that. But I actually think the church got more creative and and it it was just like we got, you know, the devil can't do away with the church. He's tried for years and years and years. We just get more creative. And so, yeah, seeing things go online and and seeing like, ha ha, devil, we will go further and in more places. And so it's just a beautiful thing. So I'm glad I know he'll always use you but that was good that you found different ways. And I know this year kind of turned out different for you in some other ways too, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, you mean getting pregnant? <laughs> I was like, a few other things happened too. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was a, pr- I mean, I, we had actually been wanting to have a third child for uh, 12 years. So, um, you know, cause our oldest is 15 and our second is um, 12. And so, um, Anyway, How it was fun. interesting, the fact that, you know, I got pregnant, you know, now with our third in the midst of all this. <laughs> that was a yeah. surprise blessing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, there you go. There you go. That is so fun. Well, see, God did have a better, <laughs> a better plan, and it's just learning to trust Him. And that's the only beautiful thing I tell people at our church all the time. The only beautiful thing about getting older is I've seen God come through over and over and over and over, and over again. So, so I I told a woman the other day I said these are not wrinkles these are miracles you see <laughs> 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 so I'm so proud of them but um, another scared. another part of your book was it just got me and I think it just got me because I love all you guys so much um, it was about when you were I think it was when you were headed to Cambodia and your mom and it, things changed maybe uh, I've got to refresh my memory but yes your mom pulled you aside and shared with you about uh, Jesus, after John the Baptist had perished, and and all the things that you were going through right then, and you could have been stuck.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, it was right at the time where my dad passed away. We had right. um, we had flown. We were living in Asia at the time as missionaries, and we flew home because we got the word he was getting very close to passing, and so we ended up getting home in time to see him before. He passed away um, just within a few hours. And but after that, you know, I went through the normal human process of, I mean, shock, grief. um, And I in the natural, I didn't want to go back overseas. I was thinking I just want to curl up and I want to I just want to shut the world out. And um, and but actually um, after his memorial service, we were scheduled to go back to Cambodia because we were hosting a conference there for women and food outreach, a Christmas outreach and dedicating a church that we had built. And so, um, in the natural, I just didn't feel like going. I just feel like I, I didn't feel like I had anything to give. And I remember going to my mom and asking her what I should do. Um, and she of course amazed me because she said, well, you know, it's up to you, but what kind of, is the story in Mark chapter 6 where John the Bap- Jesus found out that his cousin, John the Baptist, had been killed. And yeah. the Bible says Jesus was grieved. He loved John. He was close to John. So he went through that human emotion right. um, and he he decided to get into a boat and go quiet, find a quiet place. But when right. he tried to go find a quiet place, he was met with thousands of people on the other side. Yeah. of the water. And they were waiting to hear from Jesus. And the Bible says that Jesus saw the multitudes and he was moved with compassion because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Right. And so he started to teach them all day until the end of the day. And the disciples said, Hey, Jesus, we got to feed these people. They, don't, they haven't eaten. And Jesus said, Well, you find them something to eat. And all they could find was a little boy with five loaves and two fish. And Jesus blessed it, and it multiplied to feed over 5,000 people that day, right. and my mom said, Sarah, think about the miracle that happened in the midst of the loss that Jesus went through. Here he right. was. He had just lost his cousin, but because he saw the multitudes with the love of God, he, you know, was moved with compassion, and he, you know, he Blessed and broke what he had, the, right. the little lunch, and it multiplied. And right. she said, "I feel like if you, if you feel God leading you to go back, then God will bless what little bit that you offer Him. And if you'll yeah. see the people with the love of God, and mm-hmm. you know, just let His love pour through you, then you're going to see miracles." And, you know, it's kind of a shocking thing for a, a woman who just lost her husband to right, say.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: But she she really was led by the Lord, and I knew it was God speaking to me through her. And so he really did give me grace and strength in that process. We went back, and the Lord gave me supernatural joy as I was there, just ministering to the yeah. people and people got saved, people got healed. But not only that, the Lord revived a vision I had had when I was a little girl. He brought this vision back to me about housing children, orphans. And I, I, we met this pastor who had been taking in all these children, but didn't really have a house. He just let them sleep on the floor of their church. Mm-hmm. And during that trip, the Lord said, Sarah, I want you to Build these children a, a home, and I thought, I don't know how to start. How do I build a rescue home, an orphanage, all that? Mm-hmm. I didn't really know where to start, but in that moment, I knew it was the Lord birthing new vision
0: awesome. and
1: just giving me the faith to move forward. And it was like I came alive again. It's my purpose came alive again, oh, and hope. beautiful. So I, I believe God can, you know, and and that home was built that was in 2010 we finished that building um, 36 kids moved in god provided the staff the funds to you know we've been still wow. running it and then more homes after that we were able to start building in other parts we have 27 homes now
0: oh wow
1: wow in different parts and it, to me it was awesome. a miracle
0: <laughs> that's a miracle so
1: god brings beauty from ashes it, you know he in definitely the does life. but even you know, heart like just reviving fresh purpose in the midst of my loss so oh
0: I love 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 that I I didn't know all those details I knew a little bit about it but that is awesome but just think what would happen if you wouldn't have gone that that would be so sad on everyone's part Uh, when we just got to victory John jumped in on the little the outreach trucks in the community, and oh, wow. um, he would do it all you know once or twice. And he talked to your dad, and your dad's like, "We'll do it more." So we end up doing it like three da- times a week, where we went out into the the city and minister to people in the apartment complex. And so I would, I you know, at this time I had five little kids and. As you know, my second one was born with special needs, and sometimes I was just in a dark place and just so sad, really, Yeah. and shut in my house. And when I would go out and serve, I would come home with just this unbelievable high. And I always tell tell people here, I said, helping heals. It heals you, it heals others, but it's, it's a supernatural thing when you start giving that you start living. And it's, it's just, it's just beautiful. And so I'm so glad to get to hear that about your life because I'm going to share it with more and more people here because it just does. It's something we don't understand but it just heals us and so i am so, so i'm so excited about all of that and i'm excited about your book and and passing it along when i was looking at it i thought each devotion is basically a choice mm, yeah. we always we, we every time we know even when we messed up we realize we chose wrong wrong attitude wrong unforgiveness wrong you know laziness or whatever comparing all those things and so it's a choice but when we see clearly you laid it out so clearly how if you make the right choice you live a happy healthy life and so i just couldn't be more excited about passing this around and getting people where where can the girls buy it
1: uh well they can get it at Sarahworley.com. um it's my the spelling of my name s a r a h dot com. they can okay. get um actually a free digital download if they want to get the free digital download or if they like the hard copy there's um hard copies available on that site as well uh, for a discounted price and i've also got um, a video video lessons 21 video lessons that go with the devotional book okay. so if people want videos to go with it you know they like to right. learn visually um I've got that available. They're all, each video is about five to seven minutes. So they're quick and easy, you know, to use right. during your morning devotion or even in the car as, on the go. That's um, right. And so, yeah, all that is available on that site and they can go there. It's also on Amazon if they prefer Amazon. Um, so, yeah, I would love for them to pick awesome. up a copy and be encouraged in this new year.
0: That's right. And I think it might even make a good small group book because they could listen to the video and then they could go over the book. And uh, I just I just know it's going to help a lot of people because uh, I certainly got encouraged when I was reading it. So um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah. For, oh, thank uh, you sharing with us and uh, not only sharing your heart, but sharing your book. And a book is just your story just going on and on and on. So uh, we just pray that you have a great day. And uh, as a pregnant little mama sharing with <laughs> us today, that uh, your life will be so blessed because you've definitely blessed ours. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Well, I loved being with you. Thank you so much, Pastor Tracy.
0: All right. We'll see you again.
1: Okay. Sounds good.
0: Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you'll get new episodes right when they're available. And for updates on the podcast, you can like us on Facebook at South Coast Church Sisterhood and follow us on Instagram at South Coast Sisterhood.